Hey everyone, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest running spiritual podcast on iTunes, now Apple Podcasts. I've been helping others there since 2005. Today is Monday, January 9th, 2023. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading or find out more about me, just visit outofbodyxtasy.com. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating, review it, and share it with three friends. We are on season 18, episode number two. I hope you all are doing well. Lots of busy stuff going over here in Alley World. Uh, doing a lot of packing, going to be moving, looking for a house. It's an exciting time here. Uh, don't know where I'm going to land, but you know, that's part of the fun isn't it? You know, I'm, I'm as a Taurus, I, I like security and, and knowing what's going on. Uh, but this time around, it's, it's kind of exciting not knowing where I'm going to fall. And when I mean fall, I mean live, fall into. Yeah. So I'll keep you abreast of the details. <laughs> uh, nothing else is going on besides packing and looking for a home. The animals are all well. My son's doing well. Um, health is well. So, yay. This is excellent stuff. So, why don't we just jump in and go to the magical item of the week, which is dogwood. Now, the powers that dogwood has, this is an herb, is wishes and protection. Magical uses. Place the sap of a dogwood onto a handkerchief on Midsummer's Eve. This will grant any wish you may have if you faithfully carry the handkerchief. Dogwood leaves, or the wood, are also placed in protective amulets. So you can carry that around, um, maybe put uh, some dogwood and some protective stones, maybe some onyx or black corlemane, which I didn't say right, um, into a nice uh, sachet, maybe with a little bit of frankincense, and that can be a nice protective, uh, protective item for you to carry around, or maybe put someplace in your home for protective in your house. Let us jump into the Oracle Card Overview of the Week for January 9th, 2023. And if you would like to see the cards I'm about to pull from the Moonology Manifestation Oracle Cards by Yasmin Bolin, you can see the cards as well as um, the picture about the magical herb on this episode's post at outofbodyxtasy.com. And in case you guys didn't know, um, I am also posting the podcast now on YouTube. Uh, not the video for so you're not going to see yours truly, but audio. A lot of people like to listen to podcasts on YouTube, so I've... I've put the podcast on there as well. All right. Let's, uh, let's see what's going on this week. The energy's not that bad. It's not overly fantastic, but it's also not that bad either. So let's see what three cards we pull. You going to help me, Mr. Gibby Gibbs? Gibby Gibbs is one of my kitties. Named after Mr. Leroy Jethro Gibbs of NCIS. All right. And in case you didn't know, I have 15 cats and two dogs. 
They're always keeping me on my toes, which is fantastic. All right, do we have all three? One, two, three. Yes, we do. We got a one. We got a two. And we got a number three. All right. So first up, and this card is for today, Monday, and Tuesday, tomorrow, we have Full Moon in Virgo. Take inspired action. So our intuition will be speaking to us this week. Whether or not you listen to it, well, it's up to you. But this card is telling you on Monday and Tuesday, when you get an intuitive hit or get inspired by something, take action on it. It's not a time to um, be idle. Do something about it. Research it. Write it down. Flesh it out. Whatever it is, whatever you can do, please do it on Monday and Tuesday. Then the card we have for Wednesday and Thursday, we have Full Moon in Taurus. And it's about detoxifying. It's getting rid of what no longer serves us. It could be a habit, a belief, a mindset, um, a person, place, or thing, uh, the way we eat, the way we be, you know, not exercise, um, may not get enough sleep, whatever it may be. <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday is the time to detoxify and let things go this week. And then lastly, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we have first quarter moon in Pisces, which is all about honoring your feelings. You know, when you take inspired action, which is what we have Monday and Tuesday, and you detoxify, you allow things to leave you to cleanse that doesn't, you know, you no longer need. Um, you're, there's going to be feelings that come up. It could be great feelings. It could be sad feelings that you're letting go of. Whatever feelings come up. Acknowledge them, honor them. If they are painful, let them go. Uh, a good book for this, as I think I mentioned last week, was the uh, the untethered the untethered soul, which is really good about having feelings and then letting them go, not holding on to them. So that's how we're going to spend our weekend, honoring our feelings, whatever those feelings may be. You know, whatever crops up, don't go. Oh, I I can't feel that. Say oh. Okay, I'm feeling this. Um, I'm pretty tired of feeling this, whatever it may be, and goodbye. Or I'm feeling this. I'm really liking how I feel right now. So whatever it is you're feeling good about, do more of it. All right. So again, Monday and Tuesday, we have take inspired action. So whatever type of intuitive hit or you get inspired by something, take action upon it. Wednesday and Thursday, it's time to detoxify. Um, some people might want to do a cleanse for two days. You never know. And I, I don't do cleanses personally, uh, so I can't advise you on that. Um, but, you know, contact somebody you know that does a cleanse. We all know somebody that does a cleanse. You could do that Wednesday and Thursday if you don't want to, um, you know, get rid of people, places, or things, or ideas, etc. that are no longer good for you. And then we have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is all about honoring your feelings. Whatever crops up, acknowledge it, honor it, and then let it go. All right? Our energy can only hold so much. And I know our soul and our energy fields are infinite. They are. But if we have stuff that makes us sad or angry or upset, 
depressed, anxious, if we have all that stuffed into our energy, you know, it's it's kind of hard for the little happiness to get in there and kind of, you know, spread out <laughs> and kick out all the, all the stuff that keep us down. So when you, you have a feeling that's not good for you, acknowledge that you have it and then let it go. All right, guys. All right. So let's move on to the topic of the week. And this is the role of chakras in emotional healing. Now, I'm sure you've heard me talk how the chakras are energy centers within the body, and they are connected to our emotional, mental, and physical well-being. When the chakras are open and balanced, energy is able to flow freely. And when that happens, we have feelings of harmony and well-being. You know, everything just seems to click into place. Life is good. But when the chakras become blocked or imbalanced, it can lead to emotional, mental, or physical issues. Now, one way to work with the chakras to promote emotional healing is through chakra visualization or chakra imagination. This involves focusing on each chakra and visualizing it as a spinning wheel of energy and imagining it becoming open and balanced. You can also use affirmations or mantra, mantras related to each chakra to help clear any blocks. Now with this, I like uh, concentrating on each chakra. I imagine um, the energy, spinning wheel, the energy of spinning wheel, going about in whatever color the, the chakra represents. So let's say the root chakra, which is red. I'm imagining um, a swirl of energy, red energy, at my root chakra, um, opening up and balancing it, okay? Um, sound healing is another effective technique for working with the chakras. Each chakra is associated with a specific frequency and sound, and certain music or singing bowls can help balance and open the chakras. Yoga poses can also be used to balance the chakras. Uh, certain yoga poses correspond with specific chakras and can help open and energize them. For example, the back bends are associated with the heart chakra and can help open and strengthen this energy center. Now, let me tell you about yoga. Yoga is one of the best things for chakras because with all the different poses you do, it opens up everybody. <laughs> everybody is open and happy and, and ready to, to go forth. Now, it's also important to remember that emotional healing is a process, and it may take time to see results. It's also important to listen to your whole body and go at a pace that feels comfortable for you. Working with the chakras can be a powerful tool for promoting emotional healing and balance. In addition to the things I mentioned above, there are also certain crystals and essential oils that are believed to support health and balance of the chakras. For example, Rose quartz is associated with the heart chakra and, is, and promotes uh, love and healing. Now, frankincense essential oil is associated with the crown chakra and is believed to help with spiritual connection and enlightenment. It can be helpful to create a chakra balancing ritual for yourself, incorporating techniques such as visualization or imagination, sound healing, um, yoga, crystals, and essential oils. This can be a powerful way to focus on your emotional well-being and create a sense of balance and harmony within yourself. 
It's also important to remember that emotional healing is not a one-time event, but rather a continuous process. Our emotions are constantly changing, and it's normal to have ups and downs, and sometimes sideways from one side to the other. By regularly incorporating chakra work into your self-care routine, you can help to keep up your energy and keep it balanced and support your overall emotional well-being. So chakras, everybody, plays a crucial role in our emotional health and well-being. By using the techniques that I just mentioned, such as imagination, visualization, sound healing, yoga crystals, and essential oils, you can work the chakras to promote emotional healing and balance. Listen to your body and go at a pace that feels comfortable for you and make chakra work a regular part of your self-care routine. Now, I know that was an extreme overview. And that's usually what my uh, topics are. It's an overview and hopefully sparks something, sparks some inspired action, maybe. And you go dig more uh, to learn more about this. Um, oh, gosh, what is her name now? I was thinking Barbara Eden. I don't know if that's the right name because that's the genie girl. Um, actually, woman. She's not a girl. She's much. She's older than I am. Um, what if it was Barbara Eden. Or no, Eden, no, 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 Eden Bodine, Eden Bodine, Echo Bodine, there we go, I knew my brain would finally kick in, Echo Bodine, and, um, oh my gosh, my mind, I tell you what, menopause brain, uh, it sucks, plus long COVID, <laughs> I, her name completely escaped me. It's just gone. Um, but she does a lot of work with chakras. Her books are found all over, you know, any bookstore you go into or Amazon. Um, I'll probably think of who she is after I'm done with this podcast episode. Cynthia. Cynthia Dale. There we go. I knew it would come scooting back in eventually. But she, those two are both wonderful when it comes to working with energy and um, chakras. All right, so here we are at the end already, guys. I want to thank you for joining me for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen equals the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Instagram, and Wisdom if you haven't been there yet. And if no one's told you today, you are fabulous. Take care and have an exceptional week.